Welcome to Add to Party, a friendship simulator masquerading as a new show. I'm your host, James Hartwell, and I'm joined by... Number 3,074 in the queue, Charles Jamont. And I'm joined by... Um... <laughs> Did you forget your name? No, I was trying to make another joke. Andy K. <laughs> Andy, you're not the joke guy. I think it's what we just... I can't do it. You're the hot take guy. Oh, there we go. There we go. No, it's too much work. Listen, yeah. I tried logging into Final Fantasy in the morning and I got in immediately. Yeah. So well, no one plays in the morning. No, it's true. I that's we the all funny part. That's the funny part when everyone complains. I was like, just log in, in the morning. Yeah, it's such a it's drastic not- difference is the thing. Like you'd expect like you're in a queue of four thousand, maybe five hundred, maybe a thousand or something. Nope, no one's playing. No this is this is one of those odd situations where our opening banter is mixed with a news story. So Ooh. why don't we just go straight into the news story? Let's and we'll die. Mix the, and let's, let's mix the banter together. Um, let's, let's do it. So news story one, which actually was news story two. But you know what? Now it's banter. <gasps> um, Final <laughs> Fantasy 15, 15, 14 <laughs> released its latest expansion pack on Friday. Endwalker. Mm. And nobody could play it. Nobody. <laughs> None. Well, actually, uh, people can play it. Uh, no one else outside of the 17,000 server cap per per world could play it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was hit with. Let's let's just call it what it is. World of Warcraft level congestion. Yeah. Which good for them. Right. Um, it, it got so bad that uh, Naoki Yoshida. Yoshi P himself, producer and director of Final Fantasy XIV, mm-hmm. uh, sent out an apology um, about the congestion status and that you get, everyone will be getting some compensation in terms of game time. Mm-hmm. Seven days, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, as long as you have the full version of the game and an active subscription. I thought that was nice. Mm-hmm. Those, yeah. uh, World of Warcraft never did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> was World of Warcraft ever this like I don't know if this is truly yes. bad. Oh, okay. So it yeah. did get this bad. Yeah, and it's oh, actually, yeah. and to be honest with you, worse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, World of Warcraft has it worse. The thing I, I, and I don't want to. Look, I don't want to um, negate uh, Final Fantasy fourteen players on their queue times. Ooh, but ooh. boy, is it not nearly as bad. <laughs> Just oh no, I can't. I'm like. It takes about an hour, log in an hour before you want to play and you're good. <laughs> like, don't, uh, like th- there is one issue, though, that is troubling, which is uh, depending on some like login, uh, Internet connection issues or some other bug, you may accidentally get disconnected while still in the queue. So you have to log in again within a certain time frame, I think like five or ten minutes. Isn't that like it's like log- error 2008 or something like uh, that? Uh, there, there's like there's a couple areas 2002 30,001 and some other one but like either case there there's at least a mechanism to get your save back which is fine like that means log back in you know just check check your status in the queue every once in a while there's even an audio uh check every couple like seconds like every 15 seconds there's a little sprinkling noise as it refreshes and it Ooh. tells you the new queue position mm-hmm. so like if it's fucking quiet 
<laughs> I was like, oh, this has been a little too quiet. You haven't heard a ping in a while. Then check your thing and see if you if you got kicked out or not. But uh, you know. I, I I was curious about this since you actually brought it up. So WoW's peak uh, active user base was four hundred four x forty six million monthly active users. Jesus Christ! And that was in the second quarter of twenty seventeen. Um, Final Fantasy fourteen is a little tougher to figure out because they don't report these things out because Square Enix isn't a public company, right? I don't know. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Um, and so the estimate is somewhere around 30 million, but that includes alt and inactive accounts. So it's kind of rough. So it's, it's not, it's not quite hit. Wow. But it's still up there. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, Hmm. How best to say this? Like months ago, Yoshi P and them were saying like, Hey, you know, and Walker is coming out in a couple, you know, in a couple months. But I will tell you, while we've taken steps to reduce congestion, we weren't the best solution would be to get more worlds, you know, to to uh, accommodate everybody. And we can't get them because there's a shortage on hardware. Mm. So (laughs) it's going to be hard for a while. And they warned us. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And it's true. I was like, this is literally what he said. He was like, yeah, we're going to have these problems. You will know about it. Like. I, none of this is a surprise, and I think that's also one of the reasons why the people aren't necessarily as angry. Like, again, people still like Yoshi P. No one's ever mad at Yoshi P. You can't be anybody. mad at Yoshi What a kind and sweet man. He's such a sweet he man. Uh, so, like, get it. Um, the nice thing is the, the, the maintenance stuff that they've done recently, including yesterday, was they reduced the likelihood of those errors, so people are less likely to get kicked out. So... I mean, it is better. I didn't get Arrow two Arrow two thousand two yesterday at all, so it's like okay. Does Final Fantasy fourteen ma- maintain their own servers? Because that's what it's looking like. That's what they said. I think uh, so. based on all their stuff, they they talk about their server maintenance. They talk about like yeah. you know getting the actual hardware. They talk about all of it. So yeah, well, I mean, yeah, maintaining is no matter who. Yeah, they own their own data centers. That's yeah. ridiculous in the year of our Lord twenty twenty one. You know, Japanese companies are slightly outdated and they do their own thing and also Nihon Strong. So <laughs> Well, in the original fourteen they hosted everyone in Japan. And then they I do remember that, yeah. That was a bad idea. <laughs> um, so but no, kudos to them. And they're setting up a European data center. Um they have three currently, a North American, a European, and a Japan. Yeah. And they Oh, did Europe go online? They announced the C server um, recently. I don't think it ever, it's gotten up yet, but that's what they're doing. Oh, oh, so no, Europe was live. Are we talking? What was the other one? C. Probably C. I don't Aust- know what C means. Australia, uh, Southeast oh. Asia. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. Look at them. So it successful. Really mean- Charles, it really means Australia. <laughs> Stop pushing your Asian agenda. <laughs> <laughs> No, I won't have you, uh, cis white male, tell me about, <laughs> tell me about my minority cultures. <laughs> well, to be fair, they're not calling it Oceanic, which is usually what they do call it. So that is fair. Oh, Oceanic, I've heard of. See, I never heard of. But Well, I'm glad they figured. Yeah, I've been seeing the updates come out, and they're very detailed and technical. Like, they're being as upfront as possible. 
And to be fair, it was kind of crummy. Like I was hearing stories and I know someone at work would like they'd be in queue for two or three hours. Then they'd get kicked out and it wouldn't bring them back to their point in line. So they'd waste three hours and now they're back to waiting three hours. Like it it did suck. It did suck. Um, so so I don't play Final Fantasy 14 because I've break, broken the yoke of the MMO. Ooh, you're I, free. I, that's right. I that. I leveled every character in 100 to World of Warcraft, and I said, never again. <laughs> never again. Um, but Andy, so Charles, I know, plays a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen. Andy, where, where are you in terms of how much you play fourteen? I pick it up like every few months for a little bit. Okay. So have you played have you played much Endwalker at all? No. Oh, God, I'm still in Heaven's Ward patch content. Okay. So then, Charles, why don't you give us kind of your initial review of Endwalker. Um, yeah, so I would say uh, it's pretty grid um, overall. <laughs> like, uh, the, in, in a sense, like, the story uh, makes sense. It is definitely the culmination of all the other expansions. Uh, so it does have to... Uh, so some people may not like it, some people will. But um, let's say you watch a TV show... And you watch like the second season or the beginning mm-hmm. of the second season. And it, there's all this lead up time where they have to reintroduce characters and be like, oh, yeah. Remember that time last season when we did this crazy thing? <laughs> you know, and there's a bunch of hand holding and introduction. Um, sometimes games also have to do that. But um, for Endwalker with this expansion, they don't. And to be honest with you, they don't have time. There's like <laughs> so, there's so many uh characters uh it's a wide cast you know across the all the other expansions and the endwalker does this great thing where um you know how uh you know how there's a lot of side characters that you think would never show up again and it seems like they they exist in a small bottle like oh yeah my class trainer from level 10 was over you know helped me out well guess what they show up in endwalker and they're helping you out in one of your most important fights, you know, of all time. Mm. That's pretty cool. Like, and and they do that for like the wide swath of all these characters, and there there's great callbacks to things. All this like stuff is just like boom, 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 payoff, payoff, payoff for years of uh, development, and that's great. It's fun. Um, there's interesting turns in terms of the story that I thought are cool. I'd say I'm about 60 to 70% done. And unfortunately, uh, I won't be able to finish the game until uh, the end of the year. Um, but uh, it's really cool. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it. And then the uh, the thing about it is Endwalker is billed as the literal end of the main story since the first game, A Realm Reborn. So after this, after this actual expansion, not even the post-patch stuff going up to it um the story is complete and all the post-patch uh content that comes out later is going to set up a new major story arc oh so you're like okay where can we go from there mm-hmm. um but it is uh pretty good um uh, even with the new job classes that have come out i haven't played them because i i I am of the opinion that you shouldn't get spoiled for the story, and so you need to play that as fast as you can before mm. the internet just memes the crap out of the story. <laughs> so you kind of just have to go with it. 
and uh, but all my other people I've talked to that have played with the new jobs, they like the new ones. Reaper is really cool, basically a scythe wielding edge lord, uh, but that's great because he is cool looking. Uh, and then people like Sage uh, as well, which is the new healer class. Um, it does seem like they, it's a it's a more complicated healer than some people are prepared for. So uh, if people aren't being able to heal correctly in dungeons, you'll know because <laughs> uh, it just kind of requires a little bit more understanding of how the talents and skills work together. But gosh, I have to say, I've there's a lot of smiling uh, for me as I played through this game. I was just like, man, this is so cool. All this other stuff is great. Um, and there's a there's interesting, uh, I'd say, there's like serious stuff that happens in the story. And not that type of thing where like you, it's kind of presented in a cartoony way. Like let's say a genocide of elves in um, <laughs> World of Warcraft. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and how it's just kind of like, I did this on a whim. No, there's some stuff that's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Serious thought here. Uh, Sylvanas' crusade against the living makes perfect sense. Yep. She wanted to help uh, us. Uh, uh, Mega Satan. Yeah. Satan. Yeah, Mega, Mega Satan. No, 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 no. Mega Satan. <laughs> yes. We already killed Satan. This is Mega Satan. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and so, to be honest with you, my only worry in terms of, like, how everything goes is I, equiv- I equivocate uh, um, Endwalker to basically the best World of Warcraft expansion, which is Wrath of the Lich King. Anybody that wants to argue and say it's anything else uh, is wrong. Uh, so, you know, in terms of that, I kind of worry sometimes and go, oh, man, this is so high. I don't want to. I don't want to know what it feels to come back down. <laughs> <laughs> a fear of living in the best days. Yeah, I, I just like, ooh, God, what if they did something crazy? <laughs> well, the big just, fear was that Shadowbringers was going to be the best days. I know, and it wasn't right. Or weren't people afraid Shadowbringers was going to be bad because it was all like we're fighting angels and shit? <laughs> well, I I don't know what the the pre-release of Shadowbringers reception was. Yeah. Because I wasn't paying that much attention. It seemed like super edgelordy, and I think people mm. were worried about it. Yeah. I mean, I can see it. Like, um, but, you know, without spoiling the story of Stormblood and going into Shadowbringers, I can see where, like, it's a little bit more open-ended on where you go at the end of Stormblood. But, like, with Shadowbringers, it's kind of... You know, like what you're gonna deal with at the next expansion. It's not like, oh, what's the new bad guy? You know what the bad guy is at the end of Shadowbringers, and you go, God, I wonder how we're gonna deal with that in Walker. So, yeah, but I'd say if you can get it, do do what I just did. You know, log in an hour before you'll get in relatively around there. Listen, <laughs> make log in, go make dinner, come back. By the time you're done, you might be halfway there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's okay. We're all in this together. Okay. I, I'm interested. I, I mean, it's it's interesting because I I can't play another MMO and I'm not going to. But the story seems like just watching the trailer, the launch show that's playing right now, the, the visuals seem so dense and indescribable, which I suppose is every Final Fantasy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm like, I want to know what's happening. 
but I don't want to dedicate that much of my life to this. That's fair. There's a lot. I've um, there's like there's two things about that too. Um, I I I uh, saw some tweets by the uh, composer and was talking, and he was talking about some of the sound design and stuff. And he was talking, and he mentioned how there is there's a, a Ed Walker has the most work put into its sound design and um, mm-hmm. voice acting. And I could realize already that it's true because there's a lot more voiced scenes, cutscenes mm-hmm. in this part, of, uh, in this expansion than in any of the others so far. Like almost every cutscene is voice acted instead wow. of just like the text and stuff. And you just hear Shadow- Shadowbringers was the one before this, right? Yep. Yeah. Was it Shadowbringers kind of the one where everyone was like, wait a minute. Fantasy 14 is really good. Like, not that it wasn't good before, but like, wasn't Shadowbringers the one where like the uh, the scales kind of tipped in terms of popularity? Uh, I think yeah, so. fairly, pretty much. At least like to the general public, people yeah. turned around like initially when Heaven's Word came out because Heaven's Word was really good. Like that's when we were like, okay, Final Fantasy 14 is a good game. And then like well, also, when, Shadow, oh, so- when Shadowbringers came out is when it was like, okay, people who don't play MMOs. Final Fantasy XIV is a good game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But wasn't there a large exodus of WoW players to Final Fantasy XIV during Shadowbringers 2? Um, so the answer is yes, but literally that exodus happened six months ago. So Shadowbringers was already out two two years. That's before true. Before even WoW, like before the exodus for WoW players. But like by that, like even then, I was just like, listen, WoW players, get through it. I'll tell you right now, it's all it's all worth it. Because um, I've even uh, heard some people talk about like you know what you can do, what 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 Square should do, like many years down the line. What whenever they decide to have to turn off the 14 servers, somehow have the developers do their last task and make the single player game and just be able to play through the entire thing. Oh yeah, because like honestly, if I had to liken it. It feels like each expansion is like a disc for, mm-hmm. for like a major overarching RPG. Mm-hmm. This one, this two, this three, this four, this five, you know, all that stuff. Really do that because it's a, it's a great story. Like, there, yeah, there's like some expansions where they're a little bit middling or kind of takes a little bit longer. But like the experience overall and like this, like this whole like payoff of just being like, oh, my God. That character from a couple expansions ago is back, and he's finally done their thing that they were wanting to do. You're like, this is great. This is an incredible feeling. So, you know, those payouts are really worth it. Uh, but, you know, I understand that people don't have the time. So, <laughs> living in that shadow, it's okay. I do. Too busy playing solitaire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Don't Whatever judge brings me. you joy. I'll get there eventually. I was going to start playing it, but then obviously the queues are too long. And now I'm thinking of doing my holiday playthrough of Parasite Eve. So we'll see if I do that. Is that your but, tradition, Andy? Yeah. I used to, I used, to, I didn't do it last year, but every year I play through Parasite Eve in the month of December. It's a short game and it takes cool. over place over literally Parasite or uh, Christmas through New Year's. Oh, really? Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's a very much a holiday game for me. It has. I, I never played. I never played it. So it's wonderful. I don't know if it holds up to other people, but in my mind, it just feels like winter. It has like crunchy snow sounds and I love crunchy snow sounds. So 
That's what gets me in the spirit. We'll see. And then maybe hopefully after I'm done, I'll do the EX dungeon of the Chrysler Tower. I think it's or the Chrysler building. I think it's that. Maybe I'll actually do that this time. We'll see. And then you know, 14 can then 14. I'll play it and I'll totally get to Endwalker. I promise. I, can't remember. I, I think Yakuza 2 takes place over Christmas or is it one? One of them takes place during Christmas. Oh, like what Christmas games are there? Like, I legit don't know. Parasite Eve is such a Christmas game in the very literal sense. But I don't know what other Christmas games there are. Oh, Still there's, Life was there's, a there's definitely a Yakuza game that takes place during like Christmas time. All right. Um, oh, not Still Life. Wasn't that? Yeah, a there game? is a Yakuza game that takes place over Christmas. I remember because there's a mission where you dress up as Santa. Yeah, no, I remember that, too. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, Shenmue has five? Christmas in it. Yeah, that's it. What? Okay. Before we fully get away from fourteen, I just want to add a, 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 the best thing about Final Fantasy fourteen mm-hmm. because yeah. they are Final Fantasy. They can literally just reference all your other Final Fantasies. Oh yeah. And with Endwalker, knowing that you go to the moon, uh, it's they reference uh, Final Fantasy four a lot. And, <laughs> and let me tell you, Ooh. when you're when you're in the moon, they play the Final Fantasy four battle music. Oh, and that's like, great! That really hurts because four is my favorite, Charles. I know it's my favorite of the pix- of the pixel generation. It's my favorite. Yeah, I agree with that because yeah, I'd say like seven, four, are really like seven's like my favorite, and then four. But to be honest with you, Final Fantasy fourteen is a mainline game. I might have to add it, and I can't make an exception for it. It might just be my top Charles game. Charles. Yeah. I know that's it's a it's a it's a heavy thing to say, but I, if I finish so second, it's, a, it's your second favorite. Uh, if to be I fair, and Walker and I, and they land it. Oh boy, Charles, I, they might just squeak it. Mm. To be fair, it's a little different when you get to tell a progressive story over eight years <laughs> instead of having to release one disc. Yeah, no, it's it's true. That's the reason why you kind of have to keep you keep that separation, right? When you go like, oh, it's an MMO, so it's like. It's kind of different in terms of story. Well, they can they can react right to, to their story beats and change them as they oh, go. That is they, true. Yeah. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, but if you, if somebody had to say, name all the you know, rank all your mainline Final Fantasy games. Fourteen is a mainline game. You know, okay, Swear I down. guess I have to count it this way then. <laughs> I believe they just turned off eleven servers. Uh, what? Yeah, there's a story I, I, I saw. I, I think I saw something like that too, but I I think they were still on. They're but maybe not eleven. No, they're they're well. At least I googled Final Fantasy eleven servers, and it says they're up. Yeah. I mean, uh, I know, Final Fantasy I the final active server on the PlayStation two. Well, that was on 2016. Hold on. Oh, did they shut it down for 360? Maybe. Yeah, it looks like no, the Fortnite celebration's still going. Okay. I don't know. I, I thought feel like I they might have turned it off for because it was on PS3 and PS3 and 360 maybe, or actually, maybe it was for PS4. No, they wouldn't. Do Eleven that yet. never made it to above PS2 for some reason. I have no idea why. <laughs> I think it was when Xbox was or Microsoft wanted to be big in Japan. Uh, I need to someday try Eleven. I just want to feel that feeling when you raid and try to take over a city. <laughs> I played it for about 20 minutes and it was just empty. It was so, so empty. But, which is fair. I played it like, I don't know, eight years ago. 11's been around a long time. 
Oh, that, that's what it was. While the game's console servers shut down in 2016, Final Fantasy XI still has a dedicated play, base of players on PC and has even released new content and campaigns as recently as a few days ago. And this article is written in July. How is that game still going? Yeah. People love Final Fantasy, man. I just Including me. <laughs> Final Fantasy trading cards just yesterday night. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and I was at the trading card pre-release, and the, some of the new cards are still from Eleven. So there was no new Seven cards, though, and that bummed me out. But yeah. it's fair. The last few sets have been like all Seven, so I'll allow it. So yeah. Uh, in short, if uh, I've had Yoshi P for a few years now, but if anything happens to him, I'd shoot anybody in this room and myself. <laughs> that man is a treasure. He really is. What a Listen, whatever you got to do to get through the day. <laughs> what a great guy. You know who else is a great guy, Andy? Who? who? Jim Ryan of Sony. <laughs> we don't like Jim Ryan. What did he do? Well, Xbox, uh, PlayStation seems to be planning a new service to take on Xbox's Game Pass, the oh. best deal in video games. Yeah. Uh, I, feel the, I felt the 5G chip vibrating as I said that. <laughs> um, Suspiciously good, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah uh so this expected this coming spring that uh, sony will merge its two existing subscription plans playstation plus and playstation now into a new service uh which may have also game pass like features where you can basically rent games in a netflix like style um they have that with playstation now currently where you can download games um, you don't just PlayStation now is not just streaming. You can actually download games to your console as well, um, which they have done just the worst job of advertising. Absolutely. Um, yeah, they have. So I but I think also the library of what's on PlayStation now is still very Sony limited. Like there's a couple multiplats in there. It's not like Game Pass where, you know, they're giving away their fucking for. Uh, Halo Infinite's campaign that released today <laughs> for free. Oh yeah, Sony's not gonna. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, I don't think Sony's gonna. Do eh, that. I mean, we'll we'll see. I mean, so it's interesting. Uh, we definitely have been talking about how is Sony just allowing Microsoft to basically become the Netflix of games. Mm-hmm. Um, if they come out this spring with a strong enough thing, I think they can maybe catch up because, frankly, Sony is just so far ahead still. But I wonder if they're starting to feel the heat because Microsoft is getting up there, especially they uh, they did the release now to their xCloud game streaming that works fantastically like I've been using it. Um, Yeah. So now xCloud works on Xbox One, One S consoles as well. And PC include, you know, it works on your PC and edge browsers, uh, edge browsers or the Microsoft Xbox app and on your phone. Wait, and confused. frankly, it works. Cloud, X Cloud's their street. It's it's their PlayStation now, but instead of being a laggy piece of crap, it's fantastic. <laughs> but isn't that Game Pass? Like, if it's on your Xbox, you're playing your Game Pass on your Xbox. Game Pass include um, Game Pass Ultimate, which is basically all there is, um, includes a subscription to X Cloud, which gives you game streaming as well. Oh, okay, and. The like the save data is so perfect too. It's like if I was playing on my Xbox and then I went to play on my PC through XCloud, it will then it will 
get my my latest saves from the cloud and I could just keep playing right where I was. And that's not even for new games. This was for like Yakuza 5. That's <laughs> cool. Yeah. That's so. cool. I, the rumor yeah. the this new service is supposed to be tiered, mm-hmm. which I don't like because tiers are confusing and it makes me feel like it's not worth the effort. <laughs> Like, I just want like with the like the expansion pack, right? For Nintendo Online, I don't want to. Bought that, by the way. You did? No, I, I haven't. Oh, see, it should <laughs> just be included. That bodes yeah. very poorly for Nintendo that I haven't gotten. It. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, okay, so I, I've been quiet a little bit here just because I was wondering if you're gonna if you were done with uh, laying out the thing. But go for it. Go hot I, takes. No, I mean, my 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 take is uh, basically one, like I said, you know, we, we said this before a couple of weeks ago, but it's good to have the competition to make, you know, make them be doing good things. And this is a good thing overall. If they create something like a Game Pass equivalent, that's great. Um, but I would say in terms of do they need to necessarily beat Game Pass? I don't think so. But I do think they have to get close. Like, they have to do, like, a, an actual effort. They can't half-ass this service that they do. So if you say, if they were to do something like, do you have this Game Pass, you can play, you know, if, if they do something similar to Xbox and be like, hey, these fir- major first-party titles are available on our Sony equivalent for Spartacus, I'd be like, okay, well, there you go. Pretty good. Like, yeah. job well done. They have maintained uh, their user base. Because that's all they need to do. They need to maintain. They don't need. To, they don't necessarily need to gain. Uh, what's overall. What's PlayStation Plus a month? I don't know because I buy it yearly. Yeah, it's like fifteen bucks. Whatever. <laughs> I say that. No, but, it's not but, that you know, I don't. I, I agree. I don't look either. Well, it's like. Well, well, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to compare it. Oh yeah, sixteen bucks a year. You're right. And well, no you, we get a discount when you buy it on the year. Right. No one pays monthly. <laughs> you, you just can't it's but, such but a bad co- deal but we have to compare that to the monthly cost of game pass is really what i'm trying oh, to get to well, uh, well, it's 9.99 it's 9.99 a month there we go oh that's so much when it's 60 yeah. bucks a year yeah that's uh, it it's so did they say that um the game pass thing is well whatever they call it spartacus right now right did yeah. they say that was supposed to be as um, as just part of Plus, or I thought it was going to be an add-on? It's it's going to combine Plus and Now. So, oh. uh, okay. According, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, so it's going to go up in price a little bit. Um, I, as long as it's not super crazy, like, I don't know, an expansion pack uh, type of thing, that, that I think it'll be okay. Um, but, like, I agree in terms of, like, if they can do what they do for uh if they can do something similar where they say, here's all these PlayStation stuff from PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, 3, 4, 5, uh, and then PSP and PS Vita, uh, I would absolutely say that's great. And then I'd say because Sony is the you know the current major console, they should be able to strong arm third parties easy enough to get more in there. Uh, so it's not out of place. The thing that I would say, the reason why Game Pass should have a lead no matter what anyways, though, is because they have PC. Like, uh, that you can say you could also play on PC is very big, and you could just get PC games on Game Pass, mm-hmm. right? Like, Sony 
Sony can do that too because they technically have a way to play on PC for PlayStation. Yep. I've used but it. It's, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like good. That's well, <laughs> it's, it's just not established, right? Like, yeah, I say it's an option. I would never. <laughs> they say that's my first thought to do on a PC, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's a it's a thing. So so I'd say inherently they would be behind against Game Pass. But as long as they can like give, give a decent effort and provide a decent library, it should be okay. Because I, I I admit I'd I'd like to play Legend of Dragoon. I could now by signing up for PlayStation Now. But I'll wait till they roll up this service and make it all easy one one thing instead. I mean the fact that that also betrays a very interesting thing about PlayStation Five. Um, it doesn't natively play PlayStation Two games. Or PlayStation One, right? It hurts. Uh, hold on, I want to double check that. No, but yeah, like Xbox, that. Xbox for the most part, just about everything is backwards compatible. Um, there, I think at this point, there's like a few edge cases, but even going back to the Xbox catalog, just about everything is ready. Is like you know able to be played. As I said, it's the only way you can play. Um, fucking. Metal Gear Solid Three, <laughs> like easily these days, yeah, is on the heck? Xbox. Is yeah, that's is backwards compatibility on the Xbox uh, ecosystem is the easiest way to play Metal Gear Solid Three. Take isn't, that, Sony ponies! Isn't three <laughs> also part of the collection for Metal Gear Solid? I thought four is the hard one. Four three is, is in the HD collection on PS3, but that didn't make yes. it to PS4. Never made it to PS4. So it's only on PlayStation 2, PS3, and that's it. Hey, don't We're, forget the 3DS version. The, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> something no one wanted. I don't think it just released Twin on Snakes on something that isn't GameCube. I'd be uh, so happy. I, so, you know, funny enough, uh, because Twin Snakes was a, was a remake for GameCube, I hate mm-hmm. Twin Snakes. They should have just kept it on PlayStation 2. So, no, you don't need Twin Snakes. Play the original, uh-huh. okay? Uh-huh. Well, better. the story is that Twin Snakes doesn't hold up, and I haven't played it as an adult and for some reason as a young person, so I, I can't speak either way. So, but uh, here, Here's the clarification on PS5 backwards compatibility. So all PS4 games backwards compatible. Um if you have purchased a PS2 classic game from the PS4 store, those should work on PS5 as they are using an emulator. However, there is no currently no native support for PS2 or PS1 on the PS5. God. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> Jim Ryan doesn't, people don't care. I don't know. You know what, though? To be fair, when I um, was recovering from my surgery and I decided to play Lunar 1... Um, <laughs> I played it on my PS2 using my um, I, it's called like Your a PS2 retro- is still plugged in. Um, I well, I plugged it in specifically. Okay, um, into my bedroom, my bedroom TV. So um, I was about to, I was about to give you kudos, Andy, that your setup has a PlayStation Two ready to go. No, 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 it's in a completely different room. But I mean to say all this because I bought a retro tank, which is a um, FPGA. Uh, little controller that helps uh, upgrade signals from your console for an HD TV, and holy moly, does that do a good job! Yeah, like, and I was great. playing on it emulated on my PS3. It does a better job 
on my PS2 with the RetroTink than on my PS3. It's wonderful. And now I'm kind of of the mind of like, well, do I even need a PS2 in my PS5? I just live that that retro console life now. All I mean to say is, everybody, your old consoles are safe. They've made the technology. You can play them on HDTVs, and it's wonderful. Oh, like, really great. wonderful. Um, they're not cheap, though. <laughs> so. No, I'm looking at them right now. <laughs> Did you buy the 5X, Andy? Uh, I don't know. It was like 130 dollars $29? That's yeah. the 2X. Yeah. yeah, that's the one I got. Um. But it does. To be fair, I also have component running out of my PS2. Um, but I was really because I used to be of the mind that the PS3 was the best way to play PS1 games and PS2 games. Um, but I'm not so sure now that we have this technology that can just upgrade these signals just wonderfully. The colors, everything is just wonderful. Oh, <laughs> can't say enough good things. That's Maybe neat. I'll play I- Parasite Eve on my PS2. Oh, you should do that. Mm, I think I'm going to do that. Although having uh, a corded controller sucks. That although I will, that was a weird the, time. The, the best probably experience is playing emulated on the PC these days. But nope, neither. nope. On the hardware, it's wonderful. Mm. The emu- those emulators, especially for like the PS2, are ridiculously good. Better than point- an actual PS2. Yes, because they actually optimize. They like they they brute force the games to run even better. <laughs> uh, that wasn't the artist's intention, or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I'm living the best life, James. That's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. the thing with a lot of emulators is there is game specific. Like for the most popular games, in those emulators, they have game specific code to run those games better. So. Oh, that's interesting. Yep. 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 That's like, uh, I think the PS3 emulator, whose name is escaping me at this exact moment, um, has almost full compatibility with all PS3 games now. Mm-hmm. And I think I think it was Metal Gear Solid 4 that was giving them the most was trouble. It really? Yeah, because Kojima went nuts on that game with the oh, fucking yeah. cell processor. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a great looking game. It was. But it was a yeah, so it's layer Blu-ray. So much data. <laughs> That's right. They called it out in the middle of the, the game. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we, we, we tangented, but yeah, it, we're looking forward to PlayStation's answers to Xbox's Game Pass. But you know what? Ah, you know what PlayStation doesn't have an answer for? What? Halo Infinite's campaign. Whoa! And they don't because they haven't made a Killzone game in like the be- since PlayStation 4 launch. Yeah. Which is fair. They could leave it behind. Also, <laughs> Killzone was never the Halo killer. Yeah, I think yes, I remember was. reading the devs that's, were mad that it was called. That's that. exactly how it was fucking. Built. Yeah, no, it was literally called that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, I agree. That's why it was annoying that the that the devs were just like, "Don't say that. Shut up." Don't. <laughs> but, uh, and here's the thing: I had fun with Killzone. It was fine. Yeah, but I I wouldn't say. It but we're not talking about Killzone. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, Halo yeah, we're talking about Halo Infinite's campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us. We'll do this quick because we have to go through all the game award shit. <laughs> I agree. Uh, um, yeah, Halo Infinite's campaign came out today. Uh preview uh reviews have came out Tuesday or Monday, I believe, is when the embargo broke. Most people have it, you know, mid eighties to low nineties. Uh here on open critic, the top critic average is eighty six percent. 
Um, 95% of critics recommend it. PC Gamer came in at a 78. IGN came in at a 9. Giant Bomb came out a 4 out of 5. So it's pretty good. Uh, I played about the first three hours today before I had to actually do my real job for a while. Um, <laughs> and it was fun. I had a good time. I was zipping around with the zip line. It. I, I got to the point where you kind of got to the open world. Like It's like, oh, now you can explore the Halo. And then I had to stop. But you know, up until then, it was very cinematic. It was, it felt like Halo. It was a good time. I look forward to playing more of it. I'm glad to hear um, that because wasn't the kind of the consensus that Halo was just kind of poop after three? Well, four three, and five four, were not great. Now, were they not great or mediocre? Mediocre. Okay. Um, and uh, we don't have a ton of time to dive into this because, like I said, I do want to do the game ward stuff. Um, Jason Schreier and Diana Bass on Bloomberg put this great article about how Microsoft Halo Infinite went from disaster to triumph. And it's basically detailing why the game was delayed a year. Um, and there was a lot of cyberpunk-esque kind of issues in there. Nope. At one point, they were basically saying that Halo Infinite's size was almost the same as like Breath of the Wild in terms of like density and, and wow. uh, traversal. So. That's right, Charles. It's the breath of the wild. It's <laughs> Halo Infinite Xbox's breath of the wild. Um, I highly recommend reading it. It's just interesting. It's always interesting to see how these things fall out. I know you two don't have a lot of interest in Halo Infinite, so I uh, wish. Oh, 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 are we done? I uh, I knew we were talking about Halo, so it's Halo, so I walked away for a bit. <laughs> well, then Listen, let's talk I'm, about. I'm happy. That it's good because it had that really bad trailer a year or so ago. <laughs> yeah, it was. And I remember reading that uh, that interview and they even said that even they knew it was bad. They were just hoping like it would respond well, which again to the cyberpunk and, you know, what was it? The, the Bethesda magic or whatever they call it. Right. And like yeah. in the final hour, it all turns out. Well, mm-hmm. them with Microsoft money tried to pull that off and then they couldn't so um i'm glad they took time we know what we don't have a lot of time because we have to talk about the winter keelys (gasps) whoa this looks like it's gonna be a big event no jeff just hypes this shit up yeah he's such a bullshitter (laughs) but somehow he bullshit his way into having two game awards (laughs) is a game awards and and the and the sum what is it the summer, summer of game yeah summer game Fest um, but, or so game awards are coming up tomorrow night uh, December 9th. Uh, ideally the recording will be out tomorrow morning um, so but uh, there's been a couple things <laughs> to run about first controversy of course oh, our yeah. favorite Activision Blizzard somehow works away in every mm-hmm. week um, so Jeff Keeley got a lot of flack basically about Activision Blizzard being on the list of sponsors and on the board of the Game Awards and Jeff came out originally with a a, fair, <laughs> a fairly weak um, statement of just trying to be like listen we're just here to be about the Game Awards and everyone went that's horseshit Jeff <laughs> <laughs> um later he came out was this december 4th he 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 decided that the winds were blowing a little too strong and said beyond its nominations i can confirm that activision blizzard will not be a part of this year's game awards 
Um, so <laughs> yeah. he, he, he quickly sidestepped that fire. Yeah, there's literally no way they could go on a stage and not be oh, booed. Of course not. They also can't win. Yeah. <laughs> True. So, oh, oh, Jesus Christ. If an Activision Blizzard game wins. Oh, oh that would be brutal. I mean, also, to be honest with you, I don't think there's any Activision Blizzard games that are nominated. We'll, we'll find that out in a minute. Yeah. We're, we're speeding through the rest of the news so we can get to our predictions. Uh, also, like we said, Keely, the bullshit artist, is saying there are four to five reveals on the scale of Elden Ring at this year's Game Awards. Yeah. Uh, I, I call horseshit, Jeff. Horseshit. Yeah, Elden Ring is kind of, I don't know how, what what would be bigger than an Elden Ring? What's on the scale, on Ring? the scale. Same level, Andy. Nothing. Yeah. We've got our, I don't know, Metroid Prime. I don't know. We yeah. already got our Bayonetta trailer. They're, they're, Final I Fantasy can't Remake name five games. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Final Remake I, Part I, Two. Well, remember last year, one of Jeff's big reveals was that god awful <laughs> Fast and the Furious game. Oh, sure. Yeah. So you know, you got to take these with a hint of salt. And I think we actually already know what one of those reveals is. We do. Yes, we do, Andy, because Jeff couldn't keep it in his pants, which probably means it's the biggest one. Sonic! Yeah. Oh, the Sonic Frontier? So, Sonic's 30th anniversary is tomorrow night? Question mark, I oh, think. really? Wow. I believe so. Uh, Jim Carrey and Ben Schwartz of Sonic the Movie fame I love will be presenters at the Game Awards. That's really cool. Potentially either... Uh, uh, showing off a new Sonic game, or far more likely, the trailer for Sonic Two. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, I heard it was confirmed both on another tweet. I haven't so, really. Yeah, so you'll have to look at the string of tweets. One of them, I believe, he says for the game and the trailer. Oh, okay. I can't believe they're fucking getting another Sonic movie out by April eighth of twenty twenty two. That's pretty <laughs> wild. During a yeah. pandemic, holy moly! I don't know how I feel about it, but I'm sure some people are happy. Hey, if it yeah, was so, done safely, God bless. Yeah, the, the trailer has been confirmed tomorrow at the Game Awards. Uh, I don't see anything about the game. Let me vamp about Sonic for a minute. And let me see if I can find it. Well, when I was the rumors I hear about the new Sonic is just him running through like a forest. So I'm assuming we're going to get a Sonic Breath of the Wild alongside <laughs> our Halo. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be, to be honest. That'd be kind of cool. Oh, here oh, yeah. it is. Keely, be down. Keely confirms the next Sonic game will be showcased at the Game Awards. I'm I'm excited. I I like Sonic. Yeah. I guess. The, oh, oh, it says it right there. I'm blind. Yeah. <laughs> it was in the tweet. See the next game. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, I was looking straight at it. A new Sonic's well, a pretty big deal. Yeah. So yeah. I, it's funny just because Sonic is a very special case in that. It it has a spottier track record of of uh, loved games, mm-hmm. but because of its oldest pedigree of being one of the flagship characters of Sonic versus Mario <laughs> and uh, and some other stuff, it's like I could still be excited or interested to be like I want to know what the next Sonic game is going to be, but that's it. Like I'm not like I can't. I, I will not sacrifice my children for a Sonic game. <laughs> I will to Yoshi P. True. But not to Sonic. He earned it. Yeah. Sonic is a little bit. I'm I'm excited to see what they do. 
Yeah, I mean, if only for a new soundtrack. Hmm? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they could do with a Sonic game. I uh, what was Breath the Sonic anniversary game that came out at the, this point, um, probably eight years ago? Sonic. Was it Sonic Mania? Yes, you're right. Sonic Mania. That was a good game because they let <laughs> other people make it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but maybe they. I don't know who's all involved in this new one. But we like Sonic now. Sonic is better now. They're in good graces. They're not going to mess it up. Um, maybe they'll call it Sonic Adventure 3 or something just to, you know, really build hype. But I'm excited. I want to see it. He ran through a forest. What could that mean? All right. Well, now it's time for us to make our bets and predictions for who are going to win the 30 nominate the 30 categories. Oh, Jesus Christ. At the Games Awards. We don't have to do all of them. <laughs> what is what's the big one? Well, we're not year, game of the year is last. We'll do what that last. The- <laughs> and as we already determined, Andy, last time we talked, uh, Golden Joystick said that Dark Souls is the ultimate game of all time. So all of this <laughs> is farcical. Right. Oh my god, yeah. I'm mad again just we're thinking done. about it. it. Yeah. Well, well, um, do let me take a most anticipated game for 500, Alex. Yeah, I was just say, are we going to skip all the esports one? Because oh, I feel absolutely. like none of us. Like, I know anything. Yeah, okay, so we're going to do most anticipated game, recognizing an announced game that has demonstrated illustrated potential to push the gaming medium forward. I want to say, here's the thing. Do we want to do this what our choice is, or do we want to do this what we think will win? Because those can be two separate things. Uh, let's just do what we think will win. Yeah, I, I, okay. I, yeah, that that would be easiest because okay. we could bet on that. <laughs> yes. All right. So I will keep. I I have this the Google Doc open. Mm-hmm. I will keep track of this. Charles, what will win the most anticipated game of the year? Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Breath of the Wild Two, or Starfield? Um, I will say Elden Ring. Uh, and here's the thing: there's a there's some talk. I know that there exist many people that are excited for Starfield, but um, I want to will it down uh, that it's just bullshit <laughs> and I don't care about whoever wants to play Starfield. I'm not going to get to play it, so fuck everybody else. For everybody. <laughs> so Elden Ring it is, baby. I think if that's you get Xbox work. Game Pass, you can play it on PC, Charles. <laughs> um, I'm also for Elden Ring. Andy, are you going to come in on three for Elden Ring or are you going to try to go for the wild card? I don't know what that is. Starfield's um, Bethesda space game. Didn't they have Mass Effect? Oh no, that's Bioware. No, that's Bioware. Oh, I'm getting old. It's Fallout. It's Fallout, but in space, Andy. Eh. Anyways, it's going to be Elden Ring. People right. have a very hard, hard love for that game. I do. Uh, all right, I so that's that. all right. So that's the. So now we go to best debut indie. Do we want to do this one? Ooh. Yeah, I think uh, we can do I, this I one. Do, yeah. just because yeah, um, I don't there's know a couple of games I've heard and or played. I've actually played all of these games. Oh, look at you, Mr. Indie. I'm Indie Darling. Yeah, I know. I love it. Now, did you play these because they were part of Game Pass? A lot of them, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Still cool. And that's Still the cool. that's that's the value of Game Pass. Um, so our choices are the Artful Escape, the Forgotten City, Kina, Bridge of Spirits, Sable, and Valheim. It's Valheim. Andy, you're for Valheim? Valheim was everywhere and everything. By you, yeah. Charles. I'm going to go with Valheim as well. Oh, what a time it was. It was a nice I, time. I'm going to go wild card. James. Forgotten City. Mm-hmm. 
I can see that too. I don't even know what that is. Doesn't matter. Andy, the thing you have to realize though is this is not and he, maybe this will influence your votes too. This is not straight um, audience participation. There's a panel of judges and the audience gets a vote in there. Mm. So you also have to think about game what more games media vote for. Valheim oh, is still a good choice, but I'm gonna this is me trying to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There there's there are certainly some noted uh games media personalities that do love forgotten city but yeah i i have not heard of which ones are actually part of this panel of judges i feel like a bad yeah. gamer i don't know these indie titles it's okay you are a bad gamer i am Here, next one like <laughs> i act like i'm above triple a games but i don't know oh. the most popular who's gonna win I, well it's old, just, old, I, it's old just, man I, old. <laughs> Old Van James is going to be fucked on this one. Content creator of the year for a streamer or content creator has made an important and positive impact on the community in 2021. Your options are Dream, Foosley, Galls, Abai, and Grefkig. So here's, uh, and and let me help everybody out. So (laughs) Dream is a a Minecraft YouTuber. Foosley is a, a Twitch streamer, part of 100 Thieves. Gallus oh. and I, I believe, are um, Spanish streamers on Twitch. Mm-hmm. I don't know who Gef Gref G is. At least, so um, that that's the thing. You have to understand that I don't think even a lot of the judges will know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because this is such a wide group of, like, different audiences. I think, like, I think Foosley being a part of 100 Thieves is going to be, that's your, that's your in. And I and I want to be honest with you. That's it. I I I've watched Fuzi for a while, and I I know she is enjoyable and great, but I don't think she has the audience reach as Dream does. So if I want to say, and and that's the problem because Dream is a Minecraft YouTuber that the Minecraft people are fucking crazy and their children. So <laughs> they a are lot of children. <gasps> Isn't like, he the cheater? No, it's yeah. someone else. Oh, is he? he? He's one of, there's been a couple of them. But oh, yeah. okay. So, like, here's the thing, right? The How we have to guess this one is if if you are a media journalist who doesn't really know, what 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 of, which of these people will, like, resonate closest with you? I'd say it's likely Dream or Foosley, depending on which media person respects Minecraft stands or esports orgs more. Yeah, the, I, I think the 100 Thieves connection helps Foozley a lot in my mind because they love sending shit to people. Yeah, Valkyrie <laughs> won last year, and she's the co-owner of 100 Thieves. So <laughs> It's the 100 Thieves Award of the Year. Yeah. I'm, I'm going Foozley. Andy? Dream. I've heard of Charles. Uh, I, I had to say Dream. All right. I think Boomer uh, Media, Games Media will just... Watch, watch it be one of the other three, and it's like I, they have yeah. 10 million viewers. <laughs> well, I think they do have a lot of viewers. Those fan, yeah. the, the Spanish streamers are, are very popular. Oh, yeah. I just don't know if the media journalists will be like views equal content creator. You know, all right. I just go with whoever. Best right. multiplayer. Next. Best multiplayer for outstanding online multiplayer game design, including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game genre or platform. Mm. By the way, that irrespective or game genre or platform, you're going to hear that a lot as we go. (laughs) Just so they could create categories, they shoved in a lot of games together. Um, Yeah, so you have Back for Blood, Knockout City, the dodgeball game, if you're unfamiliar with it. It Takes Two, 
Monster Hunter Rise, New World, or Valheim. I think this is going to be the start of the It Takes Two sweep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. It takes two oh. just too good. Yep. All right. So Easy. we're all for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not even no contest. Yeah. It's I, I feel like It Takes Two is going to sweep a lot of this year in the categories that it's in. Um, it's if you haven't played it's, if you haven't played it takes two. By the way, it's a delightful little game. It's is it it's the same guy who made Brothers, right? No, uh, well, well, yeah, it was maybe, Brothers. But he, and then it's the same guy who out. made A Way Out. Yes, and A Way Out and Brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's a two player cooperative game. It's about a couple whose uh, marriage is falling apart who get turned into dolls. It's great. Um, best it's racing fun and creative and uh, had money behind it, which That's is true. rare. Yeah, best awesome. sports racing game F1 2021 FIFA 22 Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels Unleashed and Riders Republic I don't know Horizon you want Horizon Andy All right, what yeah, about you, Charles? I know that one um, <laughs> I, I'm trying to game the media one is I know the media actually were very pleasantly surprised at how good Hot Wheels Unleashed and Riders Republic was. But mm-hmm. um, in terms of like wider appeal, I think they're going to have to bow down to either FIFA 22 or for Forza Horizon 5. And they just have to think which one's bigger. Um, and I'd honestly think FIFA, FIFA 22. You're going FIFA? All right, Andy, I'm going to join you on Horizon. Let's go Horizon. Giving it. A- Giving anything to FIFA seems like bad, <laughs> but yeah, we'll we see. Like yeah, but of all the other ones, right? <laughs> <laughs> best sim strategy game, best game focused on real time or turn based simulation or strategy gameplay, irrespective of platform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your choices are Age of Empires 4, Evil Genius 2, Humankind, Inscription, and Microsoft Flight Simulator. Here's the thing Microsoft Flight Simulator is going to win. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm leaning towards, too. 100%. Yeah. Inscription should win. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know that one. I'm going to say Inscription because I want to believe. Yeah. I, I'm going to go with Microsoft Flight Simulator because I don't believe in a games journalist. Mm-hmm. That's you're, you're, you're entirely fair. Andy, do you want to join me on the side of belief? Was Inscription on Game Pass? No, it's only on PC right now. I was just I'm missing all these games. I don't know anything anymore. <laughs> I just, I'm going to say Flight Simulator still because it was a meme. All right. Everybody loved Flight it. Sim. Best family. <laughs> That's just best family. I s- <laughs> best family game, I'm assuming it means. It's best uh, best game appropriate for family play, irrespective of genre or oh platform. Then we have It Takes Two, Mario Party Superstars. New Pokemon Snap. Remember that game? Super yeah. Mario 3D World, Bowser's Fury, and WarioWare. Get it together. This is tough because it's again, it comes down to It Takes Two and Superstars. Family game. Super. It takes. You know, that's a good point, Andy. Family. I don't know. That's not what I think of when I think of family. Like family so, is like, like, yeah, for kids. It Takes Two is not for kids. At least that wasn't my impression of it. Mm hmm. Hey kids, let's watch a divorce fall apart. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, we're really gonna that's understand little... the nuance of that. Yeah. Um, they are yeah. not subtle about those fights either in that yeah. game. Oh, also, yeah, there's don't. a there's a large part of that game where they're trying to make their daughter cry. <laughs> <laughs> that's that sounds too. awesome. I need to play yeah. this game. 
That sounds well, so great. Well, Andy, I purposely did not see the ending of that game, so we could play it together. Ooh. Oh, did you watch like streams of it? I saw the be- I saw the beginning levels of it, but I oh. didn't want to be spoiled because I actually wanted to play it. So, yeah, yeah, I haven't anyway, played it at all. Yeah. Anyway, so we don't run for two hours. Mario Party. What, what's your choice? I don't know. Uh, Probably I, Super I'm Mario going, 3D. World. I'm going Mario Party. I'm going so, I'm, 3D. I'm also going to go with Mario Party. You're going 3D World, Andy. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, 3D World was very well reviewed. And brought Bowser's Fury. I heard was like um, Mario Breath of the Wild. <laughs> No, kind of was, yeah. Well, it was like a more open world, and um, I heard it was very they, good. They so. really they dropped game from these things. That's really upsetting to me. Um, best fighting game for best game design, primarily around head to head combat, not irrespective of platform. Mm. <laughs> uh, your choices are Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, The Hinokami Chronicles. Sure, fucking goddamn. <laughs> Guilty Gear Strive, Melty Blood, Type Lumina. Nickelodeon All Star ah, All Star Brawl and Virtua Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown. I don't know. Everybody was surprised by Nickelodeon, so maybe that they were. I, I heard a lot of talk about Guilty Gear being the most successful Guilty Gear in years, though. Was it really? Yep. Oh, well, was it? Guilty Gear Strive is incredible. It, that's it. It's it's so beautiful to look at. It's so easy to watch. Like. Like uh, this year's packs, when I watched the Guilty Gear Strive tournament, I I did for once I did not look at my phone. I was just watching the match because I was like, oh yeah, I'd love to watch all this. That was so one of the best parts of that very tiny convention. It was. Yeah, I love watching it. That's where I'm putting my money on. What about you, Andy? I'm gonna I'm gonna vote Guilty Gear too. I I was so impressed by that game. All right. Next we have be- man the fact that they don't have game. <laughs> Sets me so best role playing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we have here's a bunch of omegalers. Um, uh, best role playing. That's right, omegle. I'm bringing it back. Uh, for best game designed with rich player character customization, customization and progression, including massively multiplayer experiences. Your choices are Cyberpunk 2027. Hell no. no. <laughs> Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Shin Megami Tensei Five. Tales of Arise. Here's the thing. Hmm. Mm. Tales. Mm. I just I just finished Tales of Arise yesterday, as a matter Ooh. of fact. Yep. Very good. I did not expect the story to go where it went. Um, it's a I don't know. It's so hard between it and Monster Hunter Rise. No one's going to vote for Cyberpunk, even though it actually was a really good story. But character customization was shitty in it. So I don't know. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Tales of Arise. Uh, I I am also gonna go, go with Tales of Arise. I mean, like, I honestly would have put it between Shin Megami Tensei Five and Tales of Arise, but I haven't heard I any think, heat about Five though. Yeah, have well, you? That's, the, that's the thing. I have heard some talk of uh, uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five, but I haven't heard. Uh, I've heard more for Tales of Arise. About you, Andy? I haven't heard anything about Shin Megami, but I guess I'm going Tales of Arise. Right. I want to like Shin Megami Tensei, but. Me too. <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> Oops, skipped one. But Tales of Rise, yep. I know, is very accessible, and people are loving it. Now we're going to start getting in some conversations. Uh, best action-adventure game for best action-adventure game co- combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. Your choices are Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. Mmm. 
Ooh, this is a tough maybe one. village you want you're gonna go for village andy maybe i thought you played rift apart and really liked it oh i loved it but you like village mean, better it was just a very good game of what it was right mm-hmm. and village sounded like it was like exciting and kind of different but you, um, did you play village no but okay. the idea of village excites me rift apart was excellent but i wouldn't call it the best you don't think it'll win i don't think it'll win okay you think re8 will win though yeah okay charles i don't think re8's gonna get there yeah me either I Although think, the uh, REA could be the surprise this year, too, though. You know, there's some year where there's like a weird reverse surprise sweep. I could <laughs> see Village doing that where everyone goes, the fuck? Yeah. Um, so honestly, I think my question is going to be between Dread and Rift Apart. Thing is, people played Rift Apart and then they said game of the year. Really? And, and you know, if other things happen, like there are there's better game of the year candidates now could be. But I think there should should be something said about that. So I, I think I'll say Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I am going Psychonauts 2. Fair. Did yeah. you play Psychonauts 2? No. It's on my list. Yeah. Um, it's on Game Pass. It looked uh, really cool. But I everyone, feel like no one played it. No one played it except Games Media. And all of Games Media did say it was fantastic. Yeah. So. That's and, I heard a lot of, and I heard a lot of Games Media bitching about Shred. And I think <laughs> Rift Apart. What do you like about Shred, Dread? It's too hard. Really? Yes. Best action game. Uh, best at game in the action genre. Focused primarily on combat. You have Back for Blood, Chivalry 2, Deathloop, Far Cry 6, and Returnal. Mm. Oh, God. Returnal. Should... Why is game back, by the way? God damn it, Keely. Best action. Yeah. Who? I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Pay your pay your HTML developers more. <laughs> uh, uh, here's the thing, Deathloop's gonna win. Oh yeah. yeah Listen, with the know. amount they spent on marketing, they earned it. You agree, Charles? Yep, I agree. Andy, I agree, but I think Returnal should take. Yeah, it. that's the thing. I think all three of us agree Returnal should win. Yeah. <laughs> but Deathloop's going to win, which yeah. is frustrating. Yeah. Returnal actually tried tried a little bit too hard. I'm looking at you, no saving. Oh, game but. is gone again. Best VR AR <laughs> for the best Jesus game experience played virtual or augmented reality, irrespective of platform. You have Hitman 3, I Expect You to Die 2, Lone Echo 2, Resident Evil 4, or Sniper Elite VR. Resident Evil 4. Mm. I heard they did a pretty good job. They did. They did do a good job. I want to say I want to say expect you to die too because I had a blast playing it at PAX. But I mean, it's just more of the first one, right? Like, can you mm-hmm. really say it's best? Maybe it would be it, if if they pulled off Resident Evil Four, like making a compelling, good feature length like shooter in VR. Then yeah, mm-hmm. it should go to four. Okay, you're gonna go four too. I'm going Hitman Three. Oh, I can see that. Um, no particular reason. I just think. It's probably the most four is four, and I think sure. it's a good transition. But I think three is impressive, which mm. might get at some point. Christ, <laughs> the innovation in accessibility presented by Chevrolet. <laughs> Important that I say that. Recognizing software and/or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology, and content to help games be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience. 
Your choices are Far Cry 6, Horizon 5, Marvel's, nah, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Rift Apart, and The Veil, Shadow of the Crown. For why? What do they do? They, I, uh, like accessibility settings in their game, Andy. I, but like, I want them to call out features that made them noteworthy. I'm sure they might do that in the... We don't have that. Oh, maybe. I'll say Rift Apart had a lot of options. Like, you yep. could, like, adjust text size, and they had, I think, a colorblind mode. I think you could even change the font. That was, like, to be better for, like, people who are dyslexic or something. Insomniac um, is really good. I'm going to join you on that, Andy, because yeah. Insomniac is really good at that. Yeah, they're the only ones I know, or because it's the only game I've played. But I was... They had a lot in there. All right. Rift Apart sweeps the board. We have 12 more. All right. Uh, oh <laughs> we skipped like eight. Uh, Final Fantasy 14. Let's keep going. Yeah. Community <laughs> best community support. None of it else matters. It's 14. Like it, you just can't. Recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness, including social media activity and game updates and patches. You two are going Final Fantasy 14. Oh, 100%. I'm going Fortnite. Well, yeah. Contrary. Fortnite tends to win. Uh, Get this out time. of here! I'm playing. Are you editing I'm... the HTML? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Putting game in. <laughs> no. All right. What's next? <laughs> Best mobile game presented by Verizon. Oh, thanks, Verizon. Not even close Your choices game. are Fantasia. Never heard of it. Genshin Impact, uh, League of Legends, Wild Rift, Marvel Future Revolution, and Pokemon Unite. That's it. Uh, so Fantasian is a single player game that got created by uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi of Final Fantasy. Uh, oh. It's only on Apple Arcade. And so I oh. uh, League of Legends Wild Rift, while it is a Riot game, I'm not sure how big the adoption rate is for that. Uh, Marvel Future Revolution uh, is a dumb game. Uh, Pokemon Unite, fun, but can't, you play it on Switch. Genshin Impact, probably. Yep. It's going to be That's that. That's my feeling. But I, I definitely think it's Genshin. That's probably Genshin, yeah. All right. It's a sweep for us three again. Next, we got Best Indie. <laughs> game is gone again. For outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside the traditional publisher system. Wait, didn't, <laughs> didn't we, we have it? No, well, the other was Debut. Was, yeah, Debut. <laughs> Which I, I don't know what's the difference. <laughs> there is literally no difference. Between an anyway. indie and a debut indie, like a debut studio, maybe, maybe, maybe it's a debut studio. But that could the be rift up, or the it takes two. Well, I guess it's the same director. Anyway, 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 <laughs> your choices are twelve minutes, Death Store, Inscription, Hina, Bridge of Spirits, and Loop Hero. This is tough for me. I love four of these games. Hmm. Uh, it's probably gonna be Death Store. That does feel right. That's where I went is Death Store. <sighs> but Loop Hero and Inscription are so good. So good. I was looking at pictures of Inscription. It's going to be Death Store. Yeah. And that's and I like Death Store and I'm not upset they're going to get the award. But man, Inscription and Loop Hero are so good. Um, best ongoing game. <laughs> ongoing bracket game or to a game for outstanding development ongoing contact uh apex final fantasy 14 fortnite genshin call of duty Warzone. are you two going 14 again um so here's the thing like again anything with fortnite in it tends to win but i do think there's enough buzz for 14 that they'll probably go with something different so i'm gonna go with 14 14 by you andy 
Maybe Fortnite. Uh, I'm going Fortnite. No, Fortnite? I'm enjoying Charles. For, for... Yeah. I got to give Fortnite credit. They they do a lot of, like, creative things. Like They do. And, like, because they, they just did something else where they, like, flipped the island or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but Chapter 3 just started. Yeah. Yeah. I've been the, really they, impressed with the kind of stuff they do. Andy, do you know what they added in Chapter mm. 3? Revolutionary functionality. Mm. Aim down sights. <laughs> Wait, you couldn't aim down? No, you could not. Next, games oh. for impact for a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. Oh. Your choices are Before Your Eyes, Boyfriend Dungeon, Chicory, A Colorful Tale, Life is Strange, True Colors, that's what Charles is voting, and No Longer Home. <laughs> the thing is, I know there's a lot of people for Chicory, so if I if I had to be like, what were the games media? Control? Really? Yeah, I, I read a lot of people say Chicory was like was a really yeah good you're right yeah there was that they reviewed and were like this is good so like I would say it is between Chicory and Life is Strange two colors but what would they go for it they'll probably go with the bigger one so I, I think it's gonna be Life is Strange what about you Andy hmm. you can do boyfriend dungeon just to manifest it <laughs> I think Life is Strange all right that's a sweep for this category again for us no points. Um, best performance awarded to an individual for voice acting. Uh, Arika Moria as Alex Chen in Life is Strange. Giancarlo Esposito as Anton Castillo in Far Cry 6. Jason Kelly as Colt Vaughn in Deathloop. Maggie Robertson as Lady Dimitrescu in Resident Evil Village. And oh Christ, they really hurt me. Oh wow. <sighs> All right. <laughs> Ozama. All right, don't be racist. Oh boy. <laughs> Ozama Akata, stop it! Oh, the meters. Ozama Akata. It's okay. It's a good try. It's Juliana Blake in Deathloop. God damn it! I'm going Jason Kelly as Colt. I don't know. Yeah, it's gonna be rough. I, I, because from. What I know, Erica Mori, Giancarlo Esposito, and Maggie Robertson did do good jobs, but I didn't see, I didn't play Deathloop to know how well the performance were. But I know the games media has played all of these. Yeah. So I just don't think Giancarlo is going to get there. No, he, he was not in enough of the game. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's going to be it. I, I want to say Erica Mori because, um, uh, you know, that requires more emoting. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a roller coaster in that game, but like I don't, you know, I imagine in Deathloop, even though I didn't play it, there's a kind of like a one setting tone of voice, which might be, but I don't know what the media go. I'll I'll just go with Erica. But you, Andy, I'll go with Erica because yeah. I liked the other Life is Strangers. That's the reason. I mean, you do you do Lady Demetresk, Andy? <laughs> Listen, I have to put my personal feelings about her aside. I can't okay. simp for her voice actress. I don't even know what she sounds like. <laughs> Best audio design. Deathloop. Forza Horizon, ah, Forza Horizon 5. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Resident Evil Village. Returnal. 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 <laughs> yeah, probably Returnal. All right. No points because we all said the same thing. It's mm-hmm. such a treat to be wearing headphones and playing Returnal. Um, mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that, the, the feeling of rain on the controller, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. All right. Next, we got down to five. Best score and music. The Artful Escape, Cyberpunk 2077, Deathloop, Guardians of the Galaxy, Near Replicant, 
version one dot two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine. So pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> they wrote it. I'm saying it. <laughs> yeah. The music apparently was very good in here, though. I mean, it's always good, but it was good in Replicant. Um, I'm going to say near because I know that soundtrack. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with near. I'm going Guardians. Okay. Go for it. All right. You guys are near. All right. Next, we got best art direction. Uh, the Artful Escape. That poor game's not going to get anything. Deathloop, <laughs> Kena, Bridge of Spirits, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart. Oh, it has to be Psychonauts 2. Oh, I'm between that and Ratchet. Really? Ratchet is great. I'm between that and Deathloop. Def- well, you know what? Actually, I'm a, yeah, you're right. Because Deathloop had that very skeuomorphic 70s design. that everyone- I did like how it looked a lot, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Psychonauts is so creative. Maybe I think I'll go with Psychonauts too. By you, Andy. Uh, oh, 100% Psychonauts. I'm going to go Psychonauts, so no points for this category. No points. Get out of here. Ratchet and Clank was very pretty, but like Psychonauts is something new. <laughs> oh, I mean, from the trailers I watched. Who knows how the heck the rest of it is. All right, now this is where we start getting into the sweep. Best narrative Deathloop, It Takes Two, Life is Strange, True Colors, Guardians of the Galaxy, Psychonauts 2. It takes two. Probably it takes yeah, two. I don't even know if they here. handle the themes well. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I would like it if they don't get back together, but I don't know how it ends. <laughs> don't worry, we'll find out. Together. Exactly. Like if it's just like, and sometimes people do need to separate. Then I'll then I'll support it. Did they add Returnal in a bunch of times? Because I remember it was not in this many categories. I'm not I sure. Don't know. I feel like they hurt. I feel like Jeff folded to the wind again. Um, best game direction: Deathloop, It Takes Two, Returnal, Psychonauts Two, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart. It's gonna be It Takes Two again. Yeah, It Takes Two. I was gonna two. say, there's no way you can't do so many systems and do it well and not yeah, say it's exactly. Good, it's, um, it's not the best game direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and wrap it in something so charming. Yeah. Although I I could hear arguments for Psychonauts and Returnal. Though. I could. I well, agree with you. I agree. Any other year. Unfortunately, but it's all about it takes two this year. All right. And now for the farcical game of the year, which we know is pointless because we've already resolved that Dark Souls is the ultimate game of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Your options are Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. I don't know. Maybe it takes two. I'm trying to think if there's any chance it could be a different one. I don't think it's going to be Metroid. That's what I'm I'm trying to narrow it out. I'm trying to go, what is it not? It's that I feel, I feel like Deathloop has an oddball chance of getting this. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it won't be Metroid. It won't be village because there's still, there's still some negatives that came out of it. Yeah, so it won't be I village. It has to be between Death Deathloop, it takes two, Psychonauts two, Ratchet. And like there's a lot of in terms of like Ratchet and Psychonauts two has this like pedigree because it's this is an established game. It takes two and Deathloop. Um it takes two came out of nowhere though. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah. It was such a surprise. It had nothing going for it. Deathloop has had trailers. Every Jesus month, Christ. yeah, for the past two years, yeah, I think it takes two will win just out of. We have a state of play for a game you haven't seen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, 
I'm like, Jesus Christ. It has to be. It takes two. I'm going to go Psychonauts 2 just so we can get points for this category. Sure. It, and I feel like it has a, a reasonable shot of getting it. I could I, see that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I agree. I'm for it. They put a lot degenerate, of love into the, it. The, the, the degenerate gambler, gambler, ah, the degenerate gambler in me. Mm-hmm. There we go. Mm-hmm. Likes likes the long shot. So yes, I can't. Uh, the day they roll out online sports book in Massachusetts is the day I go broke. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Just the fact that I live in a puritanical state is all that stops me. <laughs> um, and that that is our. So we will come back next week mm. to decide who mm-hmm. won. Me, I did. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. But when did, I, did yeah. our opinions diverge that much on all this? Some, some. I mean, there's there's more that have differencing uh, differences than all of them. So I say though, for for the wild card, we each have a prediction of what is oh, yeah. one of the things equal to Elden Ring. Oh yeah, we got to do. Uh, we got to do a. Pro- okay, yeah. Each of us has to guess an announcement. Is the Nintendo speed. here? No. Then it, okay. I was gonna say maybe a Metroid Prime would be a big one. Um, ooh, I mean, a new could... Tomb Raider, new Tomb Raider. Andy says new. Tomb I'm Raider. manifesting it. New Tomb Raider. Crystal Dynamics is very busy, but we'll see. Uh, they have that new studio. That's true. That did um, uh, Shadow, which what I about you, Charles. Good. So yeah, uh, I'll I'll give you two, and 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 one that's it's not the first one's not going to be true. I just I wanted to will it too. <laughs> They, because they'll, FromSoft will never do this. They'll never announce another game before they release the next game. I, oh, yeah. I, like, I would love for a Bloodborne 2. Won't happen. What I think they will do, um, a God of War trailer showcasing an actual release date. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. God of, God of War Ragnarok release date. What do I want? Oh, my God. New Doom. <laughs> I want one so bad. <laughs> Another Bloodborne two. <laughs> <laughs> I think they will announce. I think they will show a demo of the remake of Knights of the Old Republic. Ooh, oh, good call. Yeah, good I think one. that's definitely possible. Or like a like a real trailer. Yeah, yeah. I think these are all reasonable. All right. Yeah. Now it has been an hour and thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, again. In art in fresh time before I do all editing, but um, so this has been an extra long episode mm. of Add to Party, a friendship mm. simulator masquerading as a new show. I am your host, James the Degenerate Gambler Hartwell, Ooh. and I've been joined by uh, number 612 in the queue, Charles. Oh, an hour and a half, see, it looks not bad. Close. And I've been joined by. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know. You got it, buddy. Come on. Um, <laughs> Baby, take his first steps. Come on. <laughs> um, unimpressed by this um, Amber Ale. Andy. Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. You did it, I buddy. Like Nail it. He stayed and he colored inside the lines. We're all <laughs> proud of you. It's very hard. Yeah, it is. Good night, everyone. Good night. 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 537.